0: This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis. Two plus size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Okay, welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. How are you, Christina? I'm good, Ray, How are you? I'm good.
1: I'm kind of fucking exhausted, if I'm being honest.
0: (laughs) Are you? you Go, 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 go. Dude, today's
1: been crazy.
0: We're getting into like the biggest... (laughs) The busiest season ever. Busiest season of the year.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because for like weeks and weeks and weeks, I've been telling everyone, oh, like be careful like shipping delay shipping delay sh- shipping delays girl i am waiting for the last minute for everything and it's stressing like me ordering out
0: ordering gifts for people
1: ordering gifts for people ordering gifts for myself ordering like just everything
0: yeah i look my family's just doing like we're only getting a gift for one person See, each. are you doing like a white elephant sort of thing well one night we're doing a white elephant otherwise we just like drew names that's what i want to do that's why i keep telling my family we need to. Do. it's just too much to get gifts for Dude, everyone
1: i don't want I don't want gifts. Yeah. I don't want anything. I don't want to have to gift anyone or anything. I think that like the only people that should be gifted is Nicholas just because everyone wants to get him something.
0: Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, just draw names. Except Steve needs to get me stuff.
1: Obviously. <laughs> okay, obviously
0: that is different. <laughs> That's different. But it's like you're you're like you're you guys don't need to be doing all this stuff. No. Absolutely not.
1: No. Absolutely not. You're right. You know what? I, right after this conversation, I'm going to make sure that we're 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 on the same page.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, that's just the way to go, in my opinion. I just
1: can't believe it's like literally Thanksgiving is right here, dude. I saw this the other day. Someone was like, "2020 was two years ago almost." I'm gonna throw up. Uh, that
0: is. I'm gonna be sick. That is insane.
1: That know, is insane.
0: insane. That's insane. We only got two months left. Let's go hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go hell, big on those dreams. Hell yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Um. Okay, Christina, what are you obsessed with this week? <sighs>
1: Okay, can I? I have two things. Can I talk about both of them? Um, mm, I, uh. I have to decide, okay? They're both really relevant <laughs> to my life right now. One is, again, I've said this like a couple of weeks ago, so that that's why like it's not a full obsessed thing. But dude, the world is so freaking small. I just came from this project that I had to shoot, and on set, this set designer comes in and she's like, Christina? And I was like, yeah. She's like, it's Simone. And he was making a long story short. I <laughs> met her in Jamaica. I think it was like seven or eight years ago. She was on a family vacation with her family. I was on a family vacation with my family. We both were staying at the same hotel. We played like beach volleyball together like every single day. And like like, we followed, and yeah, how weird is that? And she was like the set director.
0: That's crazy. That's so
1: crazy. Okay, so that's one thing. Another thing that I'm obsessed with is um, Jen Shaw from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You haven't been following this at all, right? I have no idea who these people are. Dude, you need to look this up. You need to just watch like the last <gasps> two episodes. I don't even watch Salt Lake City. I feel like
0: there's like 20 different housewives in every city. You know, I can't there keep are. up.
1: Okay, but this one you need to keep up with because she made national headlines because she got arrested live on TV pretty much. Why? Because she's been running, like, running this scam business where she's selling vulnerable people's information to other scam artists so they can scam them. Like, dude, like, say your grandfather, or, like, your she would, like, sell a fake business to your grandfather, be like, oh, this person is easy to scam, and then sell his information to other scammers so he can be scammed again. It is disgusting. What is up with
0: these women? Literally on, on a show.
1: Why are they doing this? I don't what? know. I think she, so she's been, like, charged for that and also money laundering, and she pretty much, like, almost gets arrested live on air while they're filming and then you just see the women talk about her and some women are just like shocked like they're like trembling to their core sticks to their stomach and there's like other women who are like I knew it (laughs) i knew something shady was going on and anyways just like watching it all is fascinating but mostly i'm like just so obsessed with the crime itself like that is just so disgusting to take advantage of vulnerable people like that it makes me so so sick so if anyone wants to talk about this drama slide into my dms i'm here for you
0: yeah christina is your house i think she's guilty as fuck okay (laughs) i think she's guilty (laughs) anyways Ray, what are you obsessed with um, okay, so it's been like two weeks since we let out our um, episode where we chatted about like where I was in a funk and like yeah. blah, 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 which everyone thank you so much for like all the kind of message about that episode. Yeah, it was um, awesome. So I started this course. It's not really a course. It's like a series of courses. It's To Be Magnetic is a podcast by Lacey Phillips and she has this thing called The Pathways where it's like this basically whole like series of courses on manifestation and like basically rewiring your brain um, and like addressing your like limiting, subconscious limiting beliefs. And I'm like still kind of at the beginning of it. It's like you just kind of go at your own pace. But the part that I'm on right now is where you get really clear. She calls it your authentic code. And I'm like, wow, like I realized when I like sat down to do this that I actually don't, um, I, I it was more difficult for me than I thought. Like to sit down Wait, and Wait, what do you be, have like, to do exactly? Like- It's hard to go into because it's like a part of this big workshop. But basically, it's just getting clear on like she has you answer probably like 20 questions and like write down your top four things. And then you go back to all these questions and you look at like the common thread, whatever. And I really was like, wow, I don't really know myself like quite as well as I thought. And I'm just like loving doing this like workshop whether you're like super into manifestation or not or whatever like it's very new to me but i'm just like i feel like on it like just getting to know yourself better and like it is just blowing my mind and i'm really enjoying it and i'm like ever obsessed with it every night i'm like go and i'm like okay i'm doing my little workshop de- 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 Wait, like, I, I feel love like i'm that. back in college again and i'm not sitting on tiktok for like an hour yeah like instead of scrolling through tiktok mindlessly for an hour a night you're I'm like doing bettering yourself and yes. yeah wow Yes. That's amazing. Wait, I want to do it. Fuck, I don't have time to do it. I highly recommend, but um, yeah, it takes like, you got to dedicate some time to it. But that's so cool. Is yeah. there
1: anything that you learned about yourself that you were like super surprised by?
0: Um, No, not really. Just that like I don't, I really am like trying to be, like I think I sometimes feel just like with work and with whatever to like distract myself and like I don't I think I've lost contact to kind of like my core a little bit and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like get back to that and get really get clear on like okay what is like my authentic code what are my core values especially like I I, why I'm doing this is kind of like the next thing I'm going to do is unblock love so if like you have blocks with like love and relationships so that's the next one I'm doing it so it's kind of like that's kind of what I'm thinking about as I'm like doing these workshops and I'm like okay what do I even like want like do I want them to like have a faith do they not like do I care about the like Like I'm like all of these things that I don't even have I'm not even clear on so I'm like oh my gosh like no wonder I haven't been really having success in dating I don't know what the fuck I want no I feel that and it's so interesting because I think that like dude isn't it so
1: easy to like take on someone else's like personality or someone else's like value someone else's like uh, yeah. hot, like everything you know what I mean Yeah. if you like aren't like super sure of who you are what you want like easy to become someone else in a way
0: Right. And even in our human design episode, when Erin said, like, I'm a, like, I told her, I was like, oh my gosh, sometimes I feel like a sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because like one thing I've been talking about recently and like thinking about is like, okay, like my stance on like sex. Sometimes I'm like, okay, casual sex is like, oh my God, it's so fun. I'm empowered. I'm like owning my sexuality, blah, blah, blah. And when I hang out with my friends who are like that, I'm like, yes, like, oh my God, I'm just going to whatever. And then, but then part of me also is like, okay, sex is this like super like, you know, intimate thing. I do feel connection with people. Like I tend to really think about them a lot after I have sex, whatever. And I'm like, why am I just giving it to these guys who are kind of like sucky and it's all this buildup and then the sex really isn't that good. And when I'm around my friends who kind of agree with that, I'm like more on that train. So it's just like so crazy how like i i have noticed when i'm around people who have like strong beliefs in that way like it just yeah is easy to sway if you don't know where you really stand it's so funny because
1: one i think that both of those are okay
0: taught me too and
1: i feel like that's probably why you're like confused Do you know what i mean i feel like sometimes like you kind of make me feel like a prude a little bit or people in general because i like am like really when i was dating like i firmly believe that like you don't fucking get to have sex with me like, that is, like, how I felt until yeah. you, like, earned it. Isn't that? Like, I don't know if that's fucked up or not. Or I do it's, it's like. Prudish, I think it's
0: just a but, really like, that's, personal like, thing. So, I
1: guess, like, I would fall in line with, like, those other people maybe a little bit. Yeah, but I do think... But I also think casual sex is fun and totally okay, too. Yeah. I think that's
0: probably why it's confusing. Because, like, both are okay. Both are totally fine. And I think sometimes you just... <laughs> Like, this is probably i don't know a tmi i was like talking to my friend I'm, like sometimes you just need to get banged. yes <laughs> but 100%. like also uh, yeah i think it's just like you have to be in tune with uh, just like i don't know and then sometimes i'm like how are you just overthinking this i don't think i am but no but maybe maybe i don't, maybe. I don't, I don't know yeah um so anyway we went from my uh, course that i'm interested into now my sex life so <laughs> on that note should we get into today's episode let's get into Dude, i am episode. so excited about today's episode. Me too. I even you guys I'm wearing my I'm wearing a mushroom necklace because today's episode is
1: all about shrooms baby. Shrooms. So I'm very excited for this conversation. Well
0: I'm really excited because okay you've done a little you've done you've done. I've dabbled. You've dabbled. Uh, It's so new to me and I was like kind of debating. I I wanted to talk to her before um, because also I'm not just gonna like do shrooms in my living room like not microdosing microdosing is different which we're going to get into in this episode um because today we're talking to ali shaper she is the co-founder and ceo of the multiverse okay she's an entrepreneur community builder enthusiast of all things wellness and mushrooms the multiverse is an ecosystem for all things fungi and the mission to make functional mushrooms sexy and create education and collaboration amongst the psychedelics industry. So she's the expert. We're just mm-hmm. going to like this is kind of going to be like shrooms for dummies a little bit.
1: Yeah, I love it because even though I've done shrooms, like I don't actually like know anything about them. Do you know what I mean? Like right. I know how they've made me feel, but I don't know why. Yeah. If that makes any sense.
0: Or like how to go about it or what to expect. Yeah. Like I don't even know any I don't know anything. So she's gonna be our expert today and kind of talk about the difference between microdosing and full. Dosing, dosing. Balls. <laughs> we always say shrooms or shroom shrooms. Yeah, yeah. Shrooms is when you microdose. Shroom shrooms is when you do the full thing. Exactly. Um okay, so let's just get into it. Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, welcome, Allie. We are so excited. So we've been dubbing you our like mushroom queen. How do you feel about that? Title? I'm
0: flattered.
1: Okay, good. Um, I'm
0: flattered. You are the mushroom queen. I wore my mushroom necklace. She walked in and I was like, look at my necklace. I know. I love <laughs> it. It's so good. Um, Because this really is going to be like, I know not, my experience with mushrooms is like Negative. Like, I I don't know. I'll take a portabella
1: every now and then. No, the thing (laughs) is, I
0: hate even mushrooms. Like, I don't even eat mushrooms. Like, so if there are mushrooms on pizza, I'm like, So I'm very interested. We've, Christine and I have been talking about this for like a few months now. Mm -hmm. You have more experience with psychedelics and mushrooms
1: in general. Like, I've taken them a couple times um, and I just started microdosing recently. But I think for me, I've just always been like super open to trying things. And like when I like something, I like it. But um, I think I just, I don't get it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm taking these and I don't really know what they are. Like I don't understand, like how, like I don't, I think for me, I'm like, okay, I see mushrooms growing on the grass on the sidewalk. Like how is that different, that mushroom different from like the psychedelics that you're having to like the mushrooms that you can find in the grocery store? Yeah. Like, I just don't know. Like, it's yeah. just, I I don't know. So that's why we have you here. Amazing. So well, I
2: thank you guys so much for having me. I think that's that's such a good place to start. And actually, you know, to paint an illustration of why this is a good question, just last week we launched our functional mushroom brand, which is a fully legal supplement, a wellness supplement, if you will, that has adaptogens in it. And um It got flagged by Instagram because they thought it was the sale of illegal drugs. Mm. And then even Uh. after further review, they still flagged it for being the sale of illegal drugs. And people are so confused about mushrooms. So, you know, to your point, a lot of people don't understand the difference between functional and psychedelic and what's going on in the mushroom space overall. And it's fascinating. Like once you start to learn about what's happening in mushrooms, you're kind of a a believer for life, if you will, both on the psychedelic front and the functional front. So I think, you know, if it would be helpful, we can kind of break down what the fungi kingdom is and then how it's segmented between functional and and psychedelic and like what's going on in the space overall. Okay, so
0: let's start with functional, shall we? Yes. Yes. Okay. You just take it away. You are the expert. Let us know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So the fungi kingdom is broken down, you know, Technically into three categories, but like the most talked about ones are the psychedelic ones and the functional ones. And then there's obviously culinary mushrooms, which you can find in your grocery store. Okay. But okay. Functional mushrooms are anything that, you know, non non-psychoactive ones. So we're, we're differentiating from psilocybin, which is the psychoactive part of magic mushrooms. And they're anything that uh there's 15 ones like main ones that are talked about and you'll hear chaga reishi turkey tail lion's mane you'll find them in beverages and supplements and they're incredible health Mm -hmm. supplements so when you take mushrooms what it what it does for your body and you can find them like they're growing in the wild you can grow them on surfaces you know pretty much anything and they're incredible for your immune system they have an incredible amount of fiber in them that's that's great for your gut they are great for your skin, like everything that you kind of need health-wise. There's a mushroom for that, and they're immune modulating. So, you know, I guess like the easiest what way. What does to-
1: that mean, immune modulating?
2: So basically, and instead of instead of mushrooms, you know, most things you you take, they have an effect on your body, and but mushrooms respond to like the terrain to which they're introduced. So if you have hear people talk about adaptogens, mm-hmm. yeah, they the easiest way to think about it is like they bring your body to homeostasis. So they respond to base like where your body's at. So why mushrooms are great is they compound in your system over time. And they actually build your resilience to certain things. And you know if you're just going if you if you want to like get more specific, for example, people talk about chaga. It's incredible for your immune system. So people have just this been, is like the chaga chaga chino from yes, Alfred. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. 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 I thought that was chocolate. Like chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> they put it with, they put it with chocolate. Okay. 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 But the so mushroom. this is the, the functional, this is like what people are in LA are like having in their coffee and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Like
2: the reishi cappuccinos and Got it. Rishi's yes. incredible for, you know, stress management. It's an adaptogen. So, you know, I take it every night before I go to sleep. Okay. It's known as the queen of mushrooms. And, you know, there's, there's a different benefit for, each one individually but overall all of them are incredible for immune system skin health gut health cognitive function
1: lion's mane is really great for like memory and everything yes that's what i take you need that yeah i take it i take it yeah when i remember
2: and (laughs) and why well you know why i think it's so important for people to understand the difference between functional and psychedelic is Functional are equally as powerful in a lot of ways. Mm, really? And, you know, there's obviously a lot of things that you can't say on the internet. I was just I was just telling you about, you know, our video that got flagged for just sharing the benefits of functional mushrooms. But, you know, there's very specific claims that you can make with the FDA about the benefits of these substances. So you have to be really safe with what you say they can do, even though there's all of these crazy studies and, and stories about you know, turkey tail being used for cancer patients and to reduce tumor sizes. So there's so much there and they've been used for thousands of years. So we have, we're having this moment where our Western world is waking up to their potential and, you know, we're, it's, it's, it's kind of what we do with trendy things right, in, right. in the Western world. We, we've, latch onto them we make them a trend and people really don't understand their roots but Chinese you know Chinese medicine has used mushrooms functional for thousands of years and indigenous cultures have used psilocybin and other psychedelics for for thousands of years so these aren't new things but they kind of were you know really staples in human development both functional and psychedelic mm-hmm. depending on you know what theories you believe but we very much believe that they were and a lot of what we talk about with the multiverse and our brand super mush is that humans evolved eating mushrooms and we evolved with mushrooms we actually evolved from mushrooms humans split from fungi around 1.5 billion years ago so you know when when we evolved there was fungi and there was animals and we're actually right what yeah this
0: is so sciencey i feel like i'm back in like science class like
2: <laughs> my eyes are like Okay. Okay. Yeah it's it's a it's a fascinating subject and again like I'm just scratching the surface. A lot of what our role is to be the intermediary between mycologists Mm -hmm. and the consumer. So Mm -hmm. a lot of what we're doing is connecting with people that are way smarter and way more you know studied on the fungi space than us and trying to distill that information into basic consumer knowledge for people like Christina and I that are like wait what yeah (laughs) yeah it's and I think what what most people are fascinated with and what kind of like blew my mind when I first started to learn about mushrooms is all of their different use cases. So a lot of, you know, what we say is that we really believe mushrooms can change the world. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is they're being used to disrupt every single industry. So right now, obviously in the supplement space, we've kind of covered that beverages, supplements, you know, functional mushrooms are just having this explosion in. The wellness world mm-hmm. and then psilocybin which is a psychoactive part of magic mushrooms are being used in psychedelic assisted therapy right. to cure mental disorders and when i say cure it's it, it's really crazy what's happening like what they're finding with psilocybin and mdma and other psychedelics to treat treatment resistant ptsd and anxiety and depression um and a whole slew of other problems that people are facing is 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 wild, and that's legal in some states. Right, like in Washington and Oregon, it's starting to become legalized. Okay. So the the pathway to federal legalization is kind right. of
1: it's like a long because like marijuana is not even federally legalized yet.
2: Yeah, it's 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 in it's in process, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of what is exciting is the fact that there's so many people that are working on this, and there's all these incredible thought leaders coming out and talking about their experiences and starting to really normalize the space. That's what we're we're doing as well. Even though we're a fully legal functional mushroom company with the multiverse and super mushroom, which, which I can talk about a little bit later. Um we really are supportive of everything that's going on in the psychedelic space of, you know, people using microdosing and it's it's really, really a special time in history right now. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so that's that's like two of the things. And then the third thing in which is probably the most like under talked about an unknown thing is the use of mycelium which is I've the never underground heard that word <laughs>
0: yeah another mycelium okay yeah, so that's
2: that's i think that's also a good a good place to start so when you think about mushrooms most people think of you know like you mentioned the top of a mushroom out of a grassy field mm-hmm. like the typical mushroom that's on your necklace yeah. the shape that people would most widely recognize but that's only 5% of the entire organism. So 95% of the entire structural um, part of mushrooms lives underground as mycelium. So there's two different parts, main ones. It's mycelium and then the the top kind of cap, which is the fruiting body. Mm-hmm. And mycelium is this underground root structure that literally connects all living things on earth.
1: Wait, I feel like I'm an avatar right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like You're essentially tripping. like what like the message of Avatar is.
2: It, it There's a lot of parallels. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of parallels. And it functions, the, you know, the, easy, the, the most common thing that people can relate it to is it functions like the Earth's internet. Mm-hmm. So it connects all living things on Earth. It distributes nutrients through all of these pathways. So, you know, mushrooms are connected to trees underground. And that's how life operates like plants wouldn't be able to survive without the assistance of fungi
0: okay
2: and it there's this really cool documentary fantastic fungi if you ever heard about it on netflix right yeah
0: wait i need to watch it
2: you Mm. need to watch it it's it's the best starter kit for people that are interested in this space and they do such a beautiful job of illustrating the beauty and connection of mushrooms and how they're being used across all these different industries and the mycelium you know, a lot of people that are working with mycelium right now are, are such believers that it's going to change the world. And why they, why they say that is you can use mycelium as building material. So companies are making leathers and building blocks out of mycelium. Okay. I need to
0: watch this documentary to like get a visual because I hear you, but I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like this is like, like kind of like, I'm like, this is like hard i'm like i'm like i hear you but i'm like wait <laughs> this is an actual material
2: yeah you can you it's can, like roots kind of right yeah you can you can grow you know hundreds of feet of mycelium on on wood within a matter of days so oh, wow. the sustainability of Whoa. of mycelium is is extremely high and you know so that's these are just some of the things like that's so. All those things we just discussed. That's that's in one bucket. There's a, a, a right. bunch other that we can go into. But can I ask one question yeah. real quick? Because
0: I'm like trying to like again. Shrooms for dummies over here. It would this be equivalent to like when the marijuana industry started and like CBD versus THC, kind of like the functional versus that, is like that parallel kind of, or is it to, kind of totally different that way of thinking about it?
2: No, it's a great question. And we get asked this all the time, especially when we're, you know, raising money for our business that a lot of the investors were like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. It's, you know, CBD is the parallel to functional mushrooms and, mm-hmm. and THC would be the parallel to psilocybin. And although the legal path is probably similar for psilocybin mushrooms and and marijuana. Mm-hmm. The use cases and potential for the substances to help people we think are are so, so much greater. greater with mushrooms, so much greater. And you know why we say that is over a billion people globally suffer from some sort of a mental health disorder. So I'm yeah. just talking psilocybin mushrooms from from this standpoint, but that's one eighth of the entire global population. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Like that's you know, the biggest pandemic that the world is is facing by far. And that's so
1: crazy when you say it like that, because I feel like people like overlook mental health and like depression and everything Mm -hmm. like, oh, everyone suffers from depression. But like, no, dude, you're fucking suffering from depression. Like Mm -hmm. this can help you.
2: Yeah. And the, the most successful on just like a personal note, the most successful people I know in my network are all the ones that have the most severe mental health stuff going on mm-hmm. and a lot of those people are actually want the ones with the resources the network to really make a massive impact on the world and all of these problems that we're facing so you know it really does start with the individual and i think that there's all of these great initiatives going on to to help a lot of the world's problems but why i literally dropped everything in my life and decided to dedicate my life to mushrooms is i think that foundationally you know if the human feels better both from like a physical standpoint and a mental standpoint that domino effect of like what you're going to go create in the world that's why you know mm-hmm. you guys you know this just from your work in, in wellness and when you feel good you want to you do know do good do good mm-hmm. and when you feel more connected to the planet and those you share it with yeah. you want to make an impact on the world. Mm-hmm. And that's really what mushrooms can teach us and I think that there's all these beautiful life lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mentioned it in the podcast the, the other podcast that you that you listen to that that's so retrograde but there's all these beautiful life lessons that mushrooms can teach us. If we were just to implement those lessons above ground, we would have a a totally different world. So, you know, they can help mental health, they can help physical health, they can help teach us lessons about community and in and connection, so there's so much there, and we feel right. like we're just kind of scratching the surface of what they can do.
1: So, say someone is like suffering from depression, right, and like they've heard, and they don't want to take medication that's been um, prescribed to them, like, and they were like, "Oh, I want to try microdosing." Like, how how does that even work? Like, what is like the chemical is psilocybin, you said, right? Mm-hmm. And like, how does that work? And like, how does someone know? Like, not that we're like telling people to do shrooms to like kill themselves, but like, you know what I mean? If we are like w- what do they need to know about microdosing?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. And I, I'm i really passionate about it from, you know, it's had a profound impact on my personal experience, hundreds of people around me now at this point. And I have a few really great experts would be that would be amazing to bring on here specifically on the topic of microdosing. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because right now, exactly what you said, instead of someone going to their doctor and getting prescribed an SSRI, um, any sort of antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication, you know best case scenario in the future is that that person would be able to try psilocybin microdosing and mm-hmm. what microdosing is is a sub perceptual amount so one tenth to you know one fifteenth of a normal dose, dose. of psilocybin and and know, a full dose would be like when you're like tripping balls you know is that like what yeah like a full dose you know depending on who you ask around like three to five grams okay. of mushrooms okay and microdosing is you're not supposed to feel it okay Mm -hmm. yeah and so i'm really passionate about microdosing actually and we're you know the super early stages so um hopefully we'll have more to share on it in like a few months or a few weeks hopefully even but i've collected this really cool group of people that are really passionate about getting it legalized Mm. because what's interesting in the in you know the political and legal landscape right now is that psilocybin and other psychedelics are being looped into just a category that does not differentiate based on dosing. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, for example, let's say psilocybin becomes legalized federally just for you know medical use at a service center, that would mean that people that qualify based on, you know, how it, how it rolls out, if you qualify to go in and get this treatment, you would have to go in um, and experience a treatment at a service center. But that's so much different from someone who is in this like healthy-ish normal category who really is because everyone struggles with something, mm-hmm. uh, wanting to use microdosing to you know, up-level their life or for a non-clinical outcome, so right. to speak, um, or someone who just doesn't ex- know that they're experiencing low-grade anxiety, low-grade depression. Mm-hmm. So the potential for microdosing to have a much wider effect quicker i think is really important and so this group of people very early stage but is passionate about differentiating in legal policy between sub perceptual amounts of psilocybin or other psychedelics but psilocybin to start and larger doses because all of these laws are being made for macro doses at service centers which is incredible but it's a totally different substance it's like you know Having someone take one sip of wine or drinking the whole bottle. Right, right.
0: Okay, that's a good way to think. That's a good way to put it for me to like comprehend. To okay, yeah. so if someone's like interested, maybe they don't have a specific need in mind, like where would you kind of be like, okay, start here with mushrooms or what do you need to, you know, like this is what you
2: should know first. Like where do you even begin? I actually would recommend, you know, if someone says I'm interested in microdosing, I would encourage them to understand mushrooms as a whole Mm -hmm. not just psychedelics and part of the reason why you know everything that we're doing like our both of our our you know divisions of our company the multiverse which is our marketplace Mm -hmm. for functional mushrooms and then we have super which is our in-house brand that we just launched both are purely functional and we're trying to educate people on the power of mushrooms overall right right functional both functional and psychedelic obviously just education in the psychedelics Um, space to start because they're still very much illegal Mm -hmm. and still schedule one which is crazy and um, I would encourage people to understand functional mushrooms understand chaga try experimenting with reishi and turkey tail and really um, connect with mushrooms in that way first and then there's incredible resources for people that are looking at you know wanting to understand more about psychedelics I would say watch the documentary fantastic fungi it's amazing Michael Pollan wrote a book that was the you know easily the biggest shift in culture that this third wave of, of psychedelics has seen. It's called How to Change Your Mind. It's Someone amazing. Someone was just telling me about this last night. That's so funny. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So he he really that a few years ago and that's really propelled the entire entire space forward because these thought leaders that are experts in, in the medical field and in, in the business world are coming out and, and speaking about their experiences, which is really powerful. Mm-hmm. But I would say start there, and then there's resources like the Third Wave, which is incredible, specifically focusing on microdosing, what double blind. Um, Third Wave is it's it's uh, I guess the easiest way to describe it, it's like a content site. A content, have, okay. yeah, it's um, you know they also have a podcast. Paul Austin's the founder, and he's kind of like the microdosing guy to pay attention to. Okay. And they have so many resources on like, what is microdosing? What is it doing to your brain? What is psilocybin doing to your brain? When you, you know, ingest a microdose, it's making your brain slightly more neuroplastic. And what does that mean? And, you know, just to kind of double click on that for a second for people that are like, okay, so what is it actually doing to me? It's putting your brain in a slightly more neuroplastic state where you're real, you're able to actually think differently. Mm-hmm. And so that's why psychedelic mushrooms and other, other psychedelics are so, so profound for people because they enable you to step out of your default mode network, which is where you make all of your habits and decisions and um, where you kind of live in your ego most of the time. And it separates you from that temporarily when you do a larger dose. And like... You know, part of the part of the argument that we're making with this this microdosing group is, what does the world need more right now than more open minded people? For sure, hundred percent. Yeah, so that's that's just the psychedelic side, and I would say, so kind of, I, I kind of went on a, a little tangent there. But for people that are interested, check out Double Blind. It's also a great resource. Double Blind Magazine, um, Third Wave, Fantastic Fungi, How to Change Your Mind. That's like an incredible starter kit. Is um okay, this might sound like a stupid question,
1: but like, you know how like when you're cooking vegetables, right? Like eating a vegetable raw sometimes, like you get all the nutrients versus like steaming it, maybe you lose some. Or like if you put it in the microwave, the microwave like takes away all the nutrients. Like how does that work with mushrooms? Like like when you're taking functional mushrooms, because I know like when I go to like the farmer's market, I have my mushroom guy where I get lion's mane. I get like some other things mm-hmm. that look like lobsters. Like there's a bunch of different ones. Like how, how does it, is there a difference between like consuming them in in different ways?
2: Yeah, definitely. So this is this is a really important point. Mm-hmm. So the most effective way to take functional mushrooms are actually through extractions. And so what super, does that mean? So uh, you know, when you when you extract something, you're extracting all of the the nutrients out of it through in our case like hot water and alcohol, okay? And what that does is it actually pulls the nutrients out so your body is able to absorb them easiest Mm -hmm. so when you see you know tinctures and um different kind of like alcohol extracted mushrooms Mm -hmm. it's actually condensed into the most bioavailable way for your body to absorb it
1: okay so you will actually absorb it quicker and more efficiently as opposed to like eating a lion's mane mushroom
2: yeah i mean like both are effective but you know when you see if you part of the reason why we started the multiverse was to help people shop and vet their products more effectively what you want to see on a product if you're looking like you know at at an extraction product or a supplement you want to see ideally like a you know an eight to one or 16 to one extract of a mushroom fruiting body and this is also like a really important distinction so like if you're eating culinary mushrooms those are amazing for you in like all the ways as well like they're great for fiber you also want to make sure they're cooked if you don't you don't really want to ever eat mushrooms raw you want to cook them Mm -hmm. um And when you're looking for supplements, you always want to make sure that you're looking for, we believe, um, the fruiting body of the mushroom is the most effective. So there's been a lot of studies on this. There's a debate amongst the mycology community on which one is more effective, but we're very much in the belief system based on the experts that we're surrounded with, the mycologists that are in our network and the studies that we've seen that the fruiting body versus the mycelium Mm
1: -hmm.
2: is the most effective for supplemental purposes, got it. So even though mycelium is amazing as alternatives to meat, um, obviously for me you know when mycelium is being used to make leather bags and, uh, you know, sustainable clothing, that's amazing. But for supplemental purposes, with you know the intention that this is going to have the most beneficial effect on your body as possible, you want to look for fruity body.
0: And basically, on the multiverse, you've already vetted all that so if someone goes there is like interested in mushrooms everything there is like you're like okay we just made it easy
2: for you right yes so yeah i guess this is a good place to say like what the multiverse actually is yeah please tell Um, us and you know kind of kind of what we did when we we set up our our company is we wanted to create an ecosystem around mushrooms Mm -hmm. So the whole company is actually called into the multiverse that's the that's the parent company and then underneath of that we have the multiverse Marketplace, which is you can find it at yourmultiverse.com. Right, and the easiest way to think about it is like a Thrive Market for mushrooms. Yeah, that's it's actually so cool.
0: That's what I was thinking about. I was like, it's kind of like Thrive Market. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Okay, cool. So it's vetted, high quality, functional mushroom products. Right now, it's just you know in the ingestibles category, so snacks, supplements, superfoods, tinctures, drinks, and we have it all broken down between categories. You can shop by focus, energy, immunity, and chill. Um, a lot of people use mushrooms to get off of coffee. It's just yes, I've huge. taken
1: the Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee before. Yeah. Wait, tell me more about it. And it's this. delicious. But I yeah, I want to know more too because I'm a little bit... I, I'm still like... I was taking I'm like, I like this. I don't know what the fuck it, this is. Like I, I'm like, is this coffee or is it mushrooms? Or so is it both?
2: It's both. So okay. the Four Sigmatic was actually a huge intro brand for me, like a huge inspiration to get into the space. Mm-hmm. And um, they're amazing. They also use you know, high quality fruiting body extracts and all of their products. And what they did with their coffee is, you know, they combined it with, you know, de- depending on what product you're looking at, like a lion's mane. So it has a reduced amount of caffeine mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it, you know, the easiest way to describe it for people that they're just wanting like baseline. What does it do? It's coffee without the jitters. Mm-hmm. So coffee gives oh. you a crash, but if you combine it with cordyceps, which has, um, ADP, which gives your body oxygen and energy, you don't experience that crash. I need this. Yeah. Yeah. And or, you know, you can you can try just taking mushrooms without the added coffee as well. And so all of our products, the super mush products, like none of them have caffeine in them. They're just all natural forms of, you know, energy and immunity and chill. Those are the three, the three SKUs. And yeah. So anyway, the, the multiverse is we have around 200 products now and it's growing and around 40 brands so 200 products and you can go online and shop by different categories based on what you need and the idea is to you know continue to expand that past even just right now it's it's just ingestibles but eventually we want to be like a one-stop shop for all things mushrooms so your necklace and, and things like that um will also be on there and as mycelium products expand it'd be amazing to get those on there so it's you know still super early stage are there any benefits
1: to taking mushrooms topically like you know how like all of a sudden like every single skincare brand has, has she in it or no it has like oh, cbd even, in it yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like what is the next step and like how do i get there yeah to so one? <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll give like my best answer to this and mm-hmm. our formulator would be a great person to ask about this because he isn't he has opinions on it as well but um you're right now what you're seeing with the mushroom space so before i even answer that question is everyone's Adding mushrooms to their stuff, yeah, right? because it's trendy and it's hot, and people are um, very much seeing that the industry is taking off.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And what happened in CBD mm-hmm. is people saw CBD was a trend, mm-hmm. and people made in- ineffective CBD products mm-hmm. that weren't sourced from the right place, that weren't vetted properly, that had you know poor labeling on them, and people would try CBD from these arguably pretty you know shitty companies. There's a, a lot of really incredible ones out there that had to combat this you know, Mm -hmm. stigma that was put on CBD, but they didn't work. And then the whole industry kind of was like, ah, CBD doesn't really work. There's incredible CBD products out there that are so effective. But what you're seeing right now with the mushroom space is people are seeing that it's a trend. And people are creating (sighs) mushroom products with not the right amount of mushrooms. So they're putting, you know, very small amounts of mycelial biomass. Sometimes you'll see on the label into the products, calling it a mushroom product, you have a confused consumer that's like, mushrooms are good for you, let me take this product. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing that with skincare as well, although there are some, some companies that I think are doing it in the right way. The interesting thing, which I don't have the exact clear answer to, is based on the size of your pores, depending on what mushroom you use and how how extracted it is, the mushroom has to be able to like get through your pores. Mm. Um, I think there are companies that are doing it in the right way. You know, we obviously haven't expanded into skincare yet, but maybe in the future. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's super interesting. And I love your transparency because I think that like it's really easy for people to be like, yeah, this is amazing. You want to take it this, this many ways. And like, it's so easy to sell people on stuff, right? Like you could be buying like a hundred dollar, like moisturizer, but
2: like, if it's not getting
1: through your pores, like what the hell's the point?
2: And some companies are like, you know, Four Sigmatic has a skincare serum that has Rishi in it. There's a few other companies on our website that that have skincare with with you know reishi turkey tail, different functional mushrooms in them that are amazing. Um, you know as far as as far as that goes, like I I think that I trust those companies and they're doing it the right way. I'm interested to see like more research that comes out. Like if I had to recommend for someone how what's the best way to get functional mushrooms into your system, it's you know sublingual and that's right. why we created our product. Under your tongue, the sprays. Yeah, Honor okay. under your tongue. So that's kind of, so you know, the multiverse is, is pillar one. Pillar and, one. And then pillar two is Supermush, which is our in-house brand that we actually just launched last Tuesday. So Woo-hoo! cool. I'm very excited Congrats. about it. We Thank have some you. here. Thank you for bringing some Yeah, up I'm about to t- try this right now. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super excited for you guys to try it. So, you know, the idea behind Supermush is we wanted to create a brand that was 60s and 70s inspired. Yeah. And really helped rebrand mushrooms because obviously they need to be rebranded. Right. A lot of the products out there, like, you know, the ones in the multiverse are amazing. But, you know, historically before a few years ago, the mushroom brands had very old school kind of granola hippie branding. It wasn't yeah. very modern, not very mm-hmm. millennial Gen Z forward. And we wanted to make something that made it really easy for you to take mushrooms. And they also tasted good. So- what we've done is we've been formulating these three products for like the last year. These are just the first ones they're releasing. There'll hopefully be many more, but we wanted to make something that was a spray. And why that's the most effective way to get mushrooms into your system is because when you spray something through this process called buccal absorption, It actually gets directly into your cheek mucosal layer and your lungs, so you feel it almost immediately. That's why tinctures are are so effective. And we wanted to take it one step further. Sprays are really popular, like in other places across the world, but not really in the United States. Mm -hmm. There's one other company, Beekeepers Natural. That's what I take. Yeah, Yeah. the immunity spray. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. they're amazing. So like very much an inspiration. Um, in that way that you know they're they're bee pollen and they don't have mushrooms in them, but, um, yeah. So. That's, these are the first three products. We have a daily immunity, a daily energy, and a daily chill. And they really work and they taste incredible. So you're getting a high dose of functional mushrooms. You spray it four times. I do it right now? Yeah, we're gonna try it.
1: So you do it in your tongue or just in your mouth? On. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Christina's
0: trying (laughs) to spray it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how many sprays are you supposed to do? So four, four is one dose. I'm sorry, you have your own.
1: I wanna say, (laughs) anyway, I taste the cinnamon in it. I like Mm -hmm. that. Okay. Well, that tastes good. For people that don't know, they tried the immunity spray. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, We tried the daily immunity. It tastes like cinnamon, to me at least. It's really, really good.
0: So, I have to say, really quick, I feel like we're sitting here, okay, you just launched this product. You're going to be huge. (laughs) No no, yeah, no, no, no. This whole time no, I'm thinking about how, how do I invest in multiverse? <laughs> I'm literally, after this, I'm gonna be like, how do I invest in your company? Yeah. This, you, you know, when it like the, the multiverse, like you are so ahead of everything. Yeah, this is fucking awesome. Honestly. Like, this is going to be cr- like, you're like, what? I'm just like, as you're speaking, you're so knowledgeable. Part of it's going in, part of it, I'm like, okay, wait,
2: what? what? I want to want so many great
0: resources, but this is going to be big. I
2: I think they so first of all thank you and I mean we have an incredible team and amazing people like behind us that have helped make you know just this stuff happen and we're really just getting started but I really think that the mushroom industry is not going anywhere and Mm -hmm. part of the reason why I'm so excited and inspired about it is because you saw what happened with CBD and we really have an opportunity to do this whole industry better so the potential for mushrooms to you know, benefit our consciousness, benefit our physical health, benefit the environment. Like you can yeah. reverse, env- I haven't even gotten there, but you can reverse environmental damage with, with mushrooms. Like there's so much. And I think if you can harness the potential of all of the companies that are working in this space, consolidate them and really like create a collaborative community that elevates the mm-hmm. mushroom space together, it's going to have a big effect on the world. So yeah. we're really excited about it. And so everything I just described was just functional so our marketplace obviously fully functional mushrooms. and all that's functional everything's legal Everything's legal. anywhere you can buy that yes okay. so we gotta i hope instagram someone from instagram listens to this, yeah, this podcast heck? and instagram? let's us have our video back and yeah, we made this really cool launch video for uh, oh
1: for super mush? for
2: super mush, yeah and they took it down last week because they oh. thought it was illegal drugs so anyway oh, we're trying to we're trying to work on that but it shows that there's so much education that needs to be done for sure So that's like what leads me to pillar three <laughs> and yeah the last thing that we're doing that i'm really passionate and excited about is education and community building in the psychedelic space and functional mushrooms as well but mushrooms overall so we have a podcast that we just started we'll start releasing them like hopefully at the end of this week and Amazing. that's called into the multiverse and then we're also doing events and community building to bring together thought leaders in the psychedelic space and mushroom experts overall to figure out how to move the space forward so i think that a lot of how you change culture and really inspire people to, you know, do something about what's going on in the world is creating really amazing events for them. And something someone told me a few months ago really stuck with me, like 70% and I haven't fact checked this, so I hope it's true, but (laughs) I'm going to say it anyway. 70% of the thoughts that you have are dictated by the environment that you're in. Oh my gosh, we were
0: just talking about yeah, that. This is so funny. Like we- the
2: lighting, the plants, the you know, the music, everything. Yeah. So, um, as powerful it is as it is to have a bunch of Zoom meetings, like you know, we were just talking about the difference between in person and and mm-hmm. being online. I think if you can gather the right people around the same table, that's really what motivates change and creates community and connection and keeps people inspired about what they're doing. So we started this dinner series. We've only, you know, we've had two of them so far, but they've been great. And we're calling it the future of psychedelic wellness, partnering with different thought leaders in the space to bring together people that are inspired about, you know, in this case, psychedelics Mm -hmm. to figure out how we can move the space forward. And that's kind of also what's fueling and, and helping move along this hopefully microdosing initiative that we're working on. So that's kind of all of it together. dude. It is so cool and so exciting. And I feel like
1: it honestly feels like just good and freeing to even talk about this stuff because I feel like for so long, like if you were to talk about psychedelics or mushrooms, like it almost like you were branded a certain way.
0: Yeah. I still think that's true. Like I was in this like Facebook group and this was around the time that Nine Perfect Strangers came out. Mm -hmm. And one of these bloggers mentioned that she had microdosed and like people in this group were like losing their minds like they were they so judgy or judgy they were like whoa i'm just so shocked like a stigma around it like mm, you're oh, doing it. like drugs. drugs great like i just feel like see but so- i was kind of shocked by that and then there were some comments too who were like i've been doing it for like ever like microdosing i do this like all the time or use shrooms all like so it was, like, two completely opposite, mm-hmm. like, ends mm. of the spectrum. And it was just super interesting as someone who I'm, like, I don't know anything about it, but, like, I wouldn't be, like, make judgments on some right. person. Um, But, yeah, it's just super interesting because it's just so unknown for most people. Yeah,
1: I think it's just so funny how people are so quick to take, like, traditional medicine, And like, not think of that as drugs. Mm. Do
2: you know what I mean? Well, it's. I mean, something I was thinking about actually on the way over here because I was I was driving past, you know, billboards that were advertising fast food and alcohol and all these things. And so much of what we do in the American healthcare system is so backwards. Yeah, so much of actually like what we do in humanity is a lot of it's backwards. And I actually have like a comment on that. I'll I'll I'm putting a pin in that thought. But, uh, you know, the fact that we are flagging and like have this stigma around plants Mm -hmm. which have been used like I said for thousands of years and they they do have this stigma that we need to overcome Mm -hmm. and there's also like a sensitivity and like a carefulness and like how we need to do that and so honestly I'm coming to the space very much as a student and learning from people that have just been in the weeds with you know moving the psychedelic industry forward for years and people that really deeply understand mushrooms and their power and they're, you know, really connected to where they came from and, you know, the indigenous cultures that have been using these for years. Because, you know, what happened in the sixties and seventies, people are are scared it's gonna happen again. I think we're we're far past that because of all of these studies that we're having, but Wait, what happened in the sixties and seventies? So so basically the the war on drugs shut down psychedelic research. So oh, I see. this was oh, okay. all this was all the stuff that was it's happening now was, was happening. happening. And because you know it's it's a it's a whole rabbit hole to go down of yeah. you know why and, and what happened, but essentially psychedelic research was shut down, put underground for, you know, decades, and it's it's resurfacing now. And To your point of it's crazy that people can go in and get prescribed medication you know how amazing would it be if you could go to a doctor instead of getting prescribed an ssri or an antidepressant um which hasn't been shown to have nearly as profound benefits as psilocybin microdosing or other natural remedies just a few weeks ago or sorry just a few months ago johns hopkins released john hopkins released a report that showed psilocybin was four times more effective than traditional ssris at treating depression wow and
0: this is all new research because it was shut down and now this is like new like we'll think we're gonna be seeing more and more right of studies like this
2: yeah Mm. interesting so it's all i mean there's over right now there's over a hundred for-profit psychedelic companies that are out there doing research and creating different you know versions of So psychedelics with synthetics, there's a lot of stuff happening in the space right now. Like there's so much moving energy. There's over $2 billion of capital that have gone to psychedelic investments over the last few years. So the space is just exploding. Mm -hmm. And then on the functional mushroom side, that's happening too. Like when we first started the multiverse, we thought there was maybe 60 brands out there that had functional mushrooms that we were going to vet and pick the best ones. And, you know, we get inbound from new ones every single day. We've connected with hundreds at this point. And it's just the very beginning, I think. And the spaces really do rise in parallel. So part of our thesis on mushrooms is educate people on functional mushrooms, help people understand the fungi kingdom as a whole, mm-hmm. and really help to associate, you know, that that psychedelic mushrooms, that mycelium, that functional mushrooms, like they're all from the same kingdom. And I think the more people understand that, the more we can normalize you know, psilocybin mushrooms, the more that we can destigmatize, the more we can even destigmatize functional mushrooms. Absolutely. I'm this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. So
0: interesting. I feel like I'm like, okay, we're like just scratching the surface and we're like almost out of time. This is crazy I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, I have so many more questions. But wow. I'm just like, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. I'm like, honestly, my okay, my my homework is to watch the netflix documentary yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm going to be doing these daily sprays so i need to be doing these before i'm doing shroom shrooms right this is what i you're t- telling christina shrooms
2: i think of like what would we call these shrooms so these are functional functional mushrooms, mushrooms. Functional mushrooms non-psychoactive yes <laughs> and but honestly they work they're they're powerful when you when you I'm take excited. them they they work it's it's clean natural energy That's do you take you these like, every day every, day. every I'm, day i'm really excited i'm to create this product so that i can personally use it yeah like our, you know obviously it's it's just gotten out to just the first round of people that that you know we opened the site up last week but they taste good and they really work so i have the deadly energy one
1: like how would you suggest taking these is it like you just take it once a day can you take all three of them at the same
2: time yeah okay so we wanted to build a routine with mm-hmm. them to make it really easy so you know, for example, how how I personally use them and how most people do. You can obviously do whatever you want with them. Um, you can't really overdose on them. Uh, you know, there's if you're new to functional mushrooms, you don't want to take too too much at once because you can overfeel it a okay. lot. you Okay, know. good to know. But for example, the energy I take it in the morning. I don't, you know, I don't really drink caffeine outside of like a, the occasional matcha. Um, so I take four sprays of energy in the morning. In the afternoon, I'll probably take four sprays of energy and the immunity. And then before I go to bed, always take the chill. But they're great for after meals. They're great instead of, you know, I definitely have an oral fixation. So I used to love chewing gum. So this is kind of my replacement for that. After dinner, if I take the chill, it kind of cuts my cravings a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you can use them however you want. People are also spraying them on drinks. Um, interesting there's a lot of different use cases you know my co-founder sprays it on his granola in the morning so we're gonna do actually like a really funny video of like all the different ways you can use super mush you can spray you it in your friend's face if they're pissing you <laughs> off like, yeah. chill them
0: of- out chill them out <laughs> yeah oh, oh my, my gosh yeah you should that's super super interesting um to hear how you I, want- I was like yeah, i want to know how you use them because you are a mushroom queen <laughs> yeah i'm so
1: so so excited honestly i've like dabbled in mushrooms a little bit and I just know that it's just important to be open-minded and I know for me like in all of my experiences have only been so so positive um and I'm so excited I'm like about to stock and buy everything on the website honestly I wanted all for
2: you guys to to start incorporating and just to hear your feedback on how you feel and and now yeah. it's, this is always how it goes. Like once you kind of start tapping into the mushroom space, then it finds you everywhere. So for sure. obviously it's going to be all over your Instagram because they're, oh, yeah. they're listening Oh yeah, they're listening 100%. Well, I thought
0: I was like behind the times. Like I do still feel like LA is a little bit ahead of things.
2: Oh, it definitely you is. Think? I mean, I'm from Missouri. And so when I go home and try to explain <laughs> to my family what I do for work, it's like comical. <laughs> but, you know, we're definitely in a very, very progressive, you know, I think that LA, Venice specifically is the mushroom capital of the world for both no functional and psychedelic mushrooms you know personal opinion that's not been again having backed up that. <laughs> but you know a lot of a lot of the brand founders a lot of the people that are working in the space all orbit there and you know while it's very common for us to understand what a chagocino is or you know go to air One and pick up products like this for most of the world culinary mushrooms are still gross yeah um
1: yeah you said you don't like you don't like mushrooms right
0: yeah not yet not yet, <laughs> not yet. Well, you have a whole mushroom guy. Maybe I need to go see your mushroom oh, guy well, he's great. at the farmer's market. I love for- mushrooms. Um, no, okay. I'll, I'm I'm gonna give him another go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna from all angles. I'm doing the functional. I'm doing the culinary. I'm doing the. F- I Forgot the third one. Psychedelic. Psychedelic.
2: <laughs> Gosh, okay.
0: I've got my homework to do.
2: Um, and and hopefully the space, you know, will will really progress, like with us. Like we're yeah. we're really hoping that if you can, if you can, you know, share this knowledge with people, it really is education first. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I, that's why I tell people when they're like, I'm interested in learning about, you know, or trying functional mushrooms or or psychedelics or whatever it is. I'm like, just like educate yourself first. There's so many incredible resources out there. And my mom's a good example. I always like to talk about her. Like when she first started you know learning about i was you know expressing interest in psychedelic spaces like five or six years ago now at this point and very much from the world of weed is the devil you know very oh, wow. anti-anything drugs it was a two-year education process and she totally opened her mind to understanding psychedelic mushrooms she read you know she read michael Pollan's book she watched Fantastic Fungi. She went through this really long education process and now is such a believer because of her personal experiences mm-hmm. with psychedelics and, and functional mushrooms too. So yeah. it's just all comes down to education. That's yeah.
1: awesome, I love that. That's that's yeah. a cool mom too. Someone who's like, I don't fucking get what you're doing, hun, but I'm gonna I'm learn, I'm gonna learn. Yeah, That's she awesome. Has- Oh Oh my my.
0: gosh. Well, Ali, thank you so much. This was like, I'm like, okay, we need to do a part two. Yeah, I'm like, we barely scratched the surface. Um, but thank you for coming and hanging out with us. And we're so excited to see what happens next with all of your endeavors. You are going big places. Like I'm like, I'm like, we're going to look back and be like, remember that day you're going to be like huge. Anyway thank yes, you we <laughs> really appreciate I, you
2: very very kind we have an awesome team and I'm like I I feel very grateful that I get to talk about mushrooms all day so oh my gosh thank, thank you, you so, so much for
0: having me of course
2: bye guys
1: thank you so much for tuning in today for more information on this episode check out the show notes on our website theconfidentcollective.com and find us on instagram at confident collective
0: And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.